0: Welcome to another episode of Women in the Arts podcast. I'm here with a dear friend of mine, Sophia Cheyenne. Hi, Sarah. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. We haven't <laughs> seen each other in so long. I know. Way too oh, long. I know, right? <laughs> so, Sophia is amazing. If you haven't heard, um, you're an actress. You're an activist. You have a podcast. <laughs> You do everything. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm.
1: that's pretty much it. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> uh, so, Sophia and I, we met uh, doing a show called Zwerg. Zwerg. I, I,
1: I, I mean, people said different things, but I think it's Zwerg. Yes. Yeah.
0: Which means, what's the literal translation? I think dwarf okay. in German. But does it mean, like, actual, like, or is it like a fantasy dwarf? Like, what you would see in, like, Snow White or something? Right. Is it like that? Or? Well,
1: um, that's a really good point and a mm-hmm. really good discussion because, to me, in, in English, because that's the language I was taught, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's... Pretty much what I speak. Um, Dwarf is a term that kind of came from like a medical term to to let's say diagnose a person that has a different skeleton. Skeletal dysplasia is what they call it. Okay. But yeah, I mean, if it's if it's a similar um, term to that, then I would say it's a description of a little person. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. But there are so many people that have different ideas of what that means, and there, yeah, like there's mystical. types of dwarves and elves and people that come out of trees and it's like a very fantastical sort of, um stereotype yeah, i guess of course. if you want to call it so yeah zveg as far as i know it is dwarf as in like the dwarf body and you mm-hmm. know a description of a little person okay so yeah that was the show
0: yes zveg which yes.
1: was about a family of little people mm-hmm. um who survived auschwitz and it's really an incredible story guys oh, yeah. if you have not heard of it the ovitz family is a name mm-hmm. and they were um a family of 10 siblings oh my goodness. Uh, three were average height and seven were little people. The little people had uh, what's called pseudoachondroplasia, was the type okay. of dwarfism they had.
0: And what, kind, what does that mean? What is.
1: Um, so, yeah, there are over 200 different types of dwarfisms.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: And, um, mine is different than that of the Ovitz family. Okay. Right? So, pseudoachondroplasia. I actually don't know the exact breakdown of the, um, etymology. Is that the right word? Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, so, but different, um... Types mean different things. So, yeah. for instance, my type is called, it's like really long and scientific, and it sounds like so dramatic, <laughs> but it's really not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's called a spondyloepiphyseal dysplasia congenital. Yeah. Every time I say it, it's like this weird, oh, okay, oh. and what does that mean? You know, Ooh. so uh, there is this weird um, curiosity and fascination with these kinds of things because it's not really talked about. And, oh yeah. Um, even in the medical profession, you know, you don't learn that much about dwarfism in school. Oh yeah. So um, that's like a whole another. Oh yeah, so- But it's interesting. You yeah. Know? And so my particular type is mm-hmm. um, it's a gen- So dwarfism is genetic. Yeah. Most little people are born of average height parents, actually. Oh. Um, but it uh, most of the time it is a spontaneous genetic mutation okay. that happens in um, during conception in the gene of bone growth you okay know? so there's different strands of genes and mm-hmm. it's really quite fascinating um but my particular type fo- is the collagen type 2 gene which okay. uh, basically is um, a lack of cartilage and okay. so my bones didn't grow fully and okay. I have, um, joint pain because I don't have cartilage really. Yeah. And a lot of little people deal
0: with different variations of that. So yeah. it's really, it's a lot, you know? Oh yeah. Like, and they had to deal with that. Like, the Ovitz family had to deal with it in a time where there weren't a lot of, like, medical advances oh, as there definitely. are now. Yeah. And that's why they were tested on, right? Yeah, that yeah. was part of...
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's so many beliefs about that, but their story is fascinating because the reason why they survived... Which, by the way, they are the only family Mm -hmm. in history of the Holocaust to Uh survive Auschwitz, like, come in the same number that they came out.
0: Wow. They are the
1: only family in the history of the Holocaust, as far as Auschwitz is concerned, Mm -hmm. to come in and leave the same number. People. Wow.
0: And they were a performance troupe, they right? They were, yes. yeah.
1: They performed so right. Before the war they mm-hmm. were they were travelling all over Europe mm-hmm. and um yeah, did song and dance and music oh, and wow. and comedy, you know, they did mm-hmm. lots of different things. And their
0: shtick was that they were little people. Or that Actually, was that Actually, it? no. It wasn't. Oh. It
1: was. It was. It their their belief was more about um, you know being artists and 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 That's it awesome. was more about them being a family. I guess like a yeah. family of artists. Like that was their kind of cool thing that they had. Yeah. You know they were called the Lilliput troupe. Yeah. And the Lilliput troupe traveled all throughout Europe. And yeah, they were the family of dwarves. You know, mm-hmm. um, seven of them, and then their average height siblings would help out, and their parents were involved. And it's mm-hmm. just a really beautiful story of mm-hmm. that. And, and that. It, yeah. And, yeah. No. And that was before before the war, but their their whole thing was, you know, we love to perform, we're good at it, and come see us as performers, and not really as little people, because at that time, most little people, what they were doing was they were in the circus, or mm-hmm. they were in sideshow, freak show, sorts of things, because yeah. that really was the only form of entertaining that little people, I guess they could do mm-hmm. and some still to this day oh of course there's definitely some weird um stereotypes out
0: there oh yeah do you feel that any like are you ever stereotyped because of that or if you walk um, into casting they're like oh like we know what she's gonna play because right. she's like a little person oh
1: definitely i think the industry is really tough in that way mm-hmm. for me Um, in particular, because, uh, like, like how we started this conversation with what is the meaning of a dwarf, you know, it's like, is it this, (laughs) but you know, like these, um, myth like people Mm -hmm. that aren't really people at all. Yeah. And, um, you know, is it that, or is it, you know we are human beings, and Mm -hmm. that's, and that's the whole point, so it, the, when it comes to my performance, it's definitely tough, because I've, I've had the funniest experiences Oh yeah. I mean, I, I've, you know, my, um, my height isn't on my resume, but it does say that I'm a little person, okay, um, because there's no point in me hiding it, it is, it is totally part of who I am, just like, I would say I'm Hispanic, and I'm a woman, and. Mm Uh, I'm Italian and Syrian and all these wonderful things. Yes, you amazing. know, and Native American, by the way. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's part of my character. Mm-hmm. But, um... There's been times where uh, directors or people, casting people, aren't ready for me to come in the room. They, I just catch them off the guard, you know? Really? Maybe they're seeing 50 people that day, mm-hmm. and, and here comes someone, four foot one, yeah. with a badass monologue. Yeah, like,
0: fun <laughs> city girl, like... Thanks. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, I, I, have a, I, I like to be personable, I'm outgoing, yeah. and I enjoy conversation with people and learning about people's lives. That's why I am a storyteller, because mm-hmm. I am fascinated with um, humanity, I guess. But it's been tough, definitely. I, uh, as an actor, choose to go for everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I don't really find that i limit myself in my when i pursue something Uh you know it seems that the industry can be limiting you know and that's where i just you know continue to go on and and submit myself for as much as i can Mm -hmm. when it comes to little little person specific roles Mm -hmm. it is interesting because those are the roles that are elf leprechaun you know um mystical being coming out of the tree Mm -hmm. you know and and listen I love fantasy oh yeah of course but um I feel like me personally as an actor and my community hasn't ever gotten the chance to to be human beings Mm -hmm. you know and there's lots of lots of situations that I've come across where that's something I have to remind people of Mm -hmm. I have to say hey like I'm human. I'm human. Mm-hmm. It's cool. We're cool, man. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's all about just, um, be- bringing that humanity to light. I mean, yeah, I grew up with different things than most people, but doesn't everybody, you know? Yeah, I mean? of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, there's a whole lot there. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> um. So, speaking of, like, media and representation and stuff like that, you know, and being stereotyped, uh, you know, Game of Thrones, it's a huge show right now with Peter Dinklage, who is also a little person, and he plays, I guess they call him a bastard, Children, because he is a little person. Right. And, you know, do you feel that's, like, a good representation of you guys? Like Like, a dwarf? Or a little person, like, playing that type of role.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I don't, I definitely don't think that it's a bad thing at all. Um, the, the cool part about Game of Thrones, in mm-hmm. my opinion, especially as an artist, yeah. is that, you know, Game of Thrones is filled with differently abled characters. Oh, yeah, of course. And you have, um, obviously the, I think they call him the Imp, which is Peter Dinklage's character. Yes. Um, Tyrion Lannister Mm. and he definitely represents this child that doesn't seem to be taken seriously Mm -hmm. and doesn't seem to be given a chance in a lot of places where his family would normally step up and do things mm-hmm. because they're the top of the chain, yeah, <laughs> so right? to speak. Yeah. Um. But I think that that, that speaks a lot to the community and mm-hmm. and what goes on with little people generally. Lots of times we, um, you know, it seems like we're not taken seriously because we're half half of your size, mm-hmm. half of a majority's size. You yeah. know. So it's like, yeah, right. Now that's part of the show. I love that. That's part of the show. Mm-hmm. I think that um how the characters written. Is really great, and I kind of uh, love Game of Thrones for that. For uh, another example, is um, yeah. but um, you have Jamie Lannister, and his hand gets cut off, oh, you know, yeah. and then he, he learns how to fight with his other hand miraculously fast, oh, it yeah. seems. But I mean, it's it's so cool to like see those stories, you know. Mm-hmm. There's so many characters in Game of Thrones that have different abilities, and I find that fascinating. Oh, of course. Peter Dinklage is um, a wonderful example of how to work hard mm-hmm. at what you want and yeah. achieve it mm-hmm. and that I give him so many kudos to. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried I, I've, uh would love to meet him you know as, yeah. a, as another artist I mean, yeah yeah I mean he really he really is greatly talented mm-hmm. I think. but I'll be honest mm-hmm. um, I do have a little sore spot in my heart because I wish that Peter would um, be more with our community and part yeah. of our community mm-hmm. you know it feels 100%. like, he he, his um, success mm-hmm. has nothing to do with us, you know, okay. and and it, it's very much his success, and mm-hmm. and I think that he's proud of that, and he should be. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it would be wonderful to, to have him um, come to you know one of our functions and mm-hmm. speak to children or oh, you know yeah. open up that knowledge of you know whatever it is. And, yeah. Um, so there's parts of me that. Like, I don't... It's, it's, it's Sometimes I feel, as an artist, mm-hmm. you know, it would be nice to um, to feel like we're on fair grounds, you know? Yes, of course. But it also is interesting to me, uh, his career... I mean, I, I watch all of Peter Dinklage's movies. Oh, really? Like, uh... I have seen everything you've done, so uh... if you're listening... <laughs> I have. Yeah. I have seen, I went on Netflix and I searched Peter Dinklage and I got every single DVD because I was just fascinated at his journey. Um, Amazing. I really was, you know. Also, this is the reason why is because I don't have people Mm -hmm. to follow.
0: Yes. Especially women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But now people have you. Thank you. Now you can be like you know. <laughs> you I mean, know, if you, you know.
1: I really, I really hope so because mm-hmm. um, this is how like a lot of my passion started in college, mm-hmm. which was I was we were you know I was about to graduate and we were talking about the business of the industry yeah. and given an assignment of you know pick ten actors actresses didn't matter what gender okay um, that you think you would see in the same audition room as you, Mm -hmm. right? Or that you would... Or... Slash or, <laughs> you know, a career that you would like or yeah. to follow. So here I am doing this assignment. I'm trying to find people that mm-hmm. are like me in the industry, that mm-hmm. I can see me in the same room. And I'm having such trouble figuring out what that means, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not that I don't see myself next to a six-foot brunette because yeah, I have brunette right. and brown eyes. And you know what I mean? Yeah, right? But, um, but as far as, like, my community was concerned, I really realized, like, wow, I don't have much to go go on here Mm -hmm. and what I do have to go on is a is a ableist perception Mm -hmm. of my community which is the elf the leprechaun the mystic fantastical creatures Mm -hmm. uh, you know so um it's interesting and it's definitely something that I Think about and grapple with all the time as an artist. Um, yeah. And uh, but I, but I try to to find my way and and I have done research like um, but a women in sp- in especially it feels like there aren't enough of us in my community and oh, it's, it's yeah. very interesting because even when I go to an audition that is a little person specific role um it's not many women you mm. know and I have one friend her name is Sarah as well oh. she is fantastically talented her name is Sarah Fulkins. I'm gonna give her a shout out right yeah. now because she's badass and like honestly I am proud to be in a room with her I don't know and it's real, but it's been hard to see other women in the room, and and it's it's disappointing, but also makes me feel like I'm fearless and I got yeah. this. And I'm gonna power through this this rock of a fight, you know. Yeah. So it's it's interesting.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, though. Well, so let's talk a little bit about your podcast. Sure. Uh, Element. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit what yeah, your yeah, podcast yeah. is about? Great.
1: So I have a podcast. It's called Elemental. And mm-hmm. I do it with my friend, uh, Keith Palmadeles, who I met at Brooklyn College. He was a directing student at the mm-hmm. time. And I did, we both did our thesis shows. You know, it was his directing thesis and my acting thesis. Oh, okay. So we got very close, you know, and um, we started working together with a theater company called upstream arts collective and from so this podcast is sort of like a branch of our company upstream okay and um it's really interesting because we do work that is um surfaced around environmentally conscious storytelling Mm -hmm. and sustainability yeah so it's really fun and our podcast is about arts and art making and um especially in response to i guess the recent events of the election I yes. mean that's definitely not to make it a political thing, but yeah, I mean, as, how can you not? Like these days, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and mean, as far as Keith is concerned, because this is really his baby and his idea, and he mm-hmm. asked me to come on the journey with him, um, he felt like, wow, I'm an artist. How do I? How do I? How do I help? Mm-hmm. How do I move forward? You know, does art matter anymore because mm-hmm. of? things that seem so much bigger and beyond and you know you you, you hear all in in your history books and stuff how how art changes the world or or becomes um, very socially involved mm-hmm. in times of crisis or in times of change, big change. Mm-hmm. And so that was interesting to Keith. And uh, so we started talking about, you know, so so what are people doing? So let's just find artists out there that are doing things. Yeah. And, and we kind of make each episode an element of okay. life, so to speak. Okay. Um, and so, you know, there is... All sorts of things that we talk about. It's really fun, and, and we've followed some things definitely revolving politics and um, the Syrian refugees and mm-hmm. um, lots of fun, and then meeting like people along the way that don't call themselves artists but are obviously artists. Yeah. You know, like there's one episode that I love where we meet someone and she's doing a. Uh, I, I, my memory is escaping me because it was a while ago, and I've had a heck of a year. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she has a house filled with empty water bottles and okay, that's because of, um, the water crisis in Flint. So oh, she's from yes. Flint and so anyway, it's, she's just sort of doing this as like, you know, oh, I have this house and I'm just throwing water bottles in it, but you look at it and it is a piece of art. It yeah. is a statement of so many things that are oh going gosh. on. You yeah. know what I mean? And But she doesn't um, consider herself an artist. So, mm-hmm. you know, meeting people and, and having conversations like that and talking about art making in the world and how, um, you know, just shedding little stories like that to hopefully uh, keep people aware. Yes. You know? Stay woke.
0: Keep and, people focused. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So it's really fun. I love the podcast. Keith is great. He's got a really cool, like, voice for a podcast. Oh, yeah. He's got the radio voice.
0: <laughs> um, um, so,
1: you know, we we hang out. We, we do an episode um, a week or every other week. And I actually don't know when we're going to start up again. I'm pretty sure in the fall, but he knows okay. the exact dates and stuff. Awesome. But yeah, I mean, you know, after this, you go on my website and you'll see all about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: of course. <laughs> and we'll link that in the description box awesome. to everything Sophia does. But um, it's really
1: fun. Thanks for letting me do that shout out.
0: Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. Subscribe
1: to us. We're on iTunes, actually. Mm-hmm. So get on. Yeah. That.
0: Um, so, let's talk about uh, more representation. Like, in uh, media right now, you know, you have uh, shows that some people may not really agree with, like Little Women LA or Little Women New York, that doesn't exactly, you know... I this is just my opinion that doesn't exactly put, you know, people in a great light. It's very yeah. staged and whatever. And you have shows like uh the little Cu- uh the little couple, it's maybe a little more positive. Right. The woman she's a doctor, yeah. she you yeah, know Jen
1: and Bill. Yeah.
0: And um so as someone who's a little person and as a woman, I mean, how do you when if you see those shows, how does that make you feel when yeah. you're watching that unfold on TV? Like that's people's impression of This is such
1: a good, um, this is such a good question, and it's, it's amazing how recently I've been asked more and more about Mm -hmm. it, and, uh, and I'm, I'm realizing, like, wow, like, this matters, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and and it's not that I didn't ever think that, but Mm -hmm. sometimes, um, when things like that are happening, and let's just say you don't agree with it, because I don't, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you, you kind of pretend like it's not there, and you pretend like it's not there, but... The, the the reality is, is it's there, and um, let me tell you, I was asked to be part of those reality shows multiple times. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah, multiple, multiple times, um, and I, when it started, I mean, The Little Woman New York, I was I was thinking of doing that show, but it, it turned out not to be what I wanted because... Um, I just didn't think that... I was also in school, but I didn't think that reality TV was what I wanted. Yeah. And it still isn't. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, let's just say I'm glad I didn't do it. Yes. You know? And, And... And... I think that a lot of people are trying to do something good and give awareness, but the reality is, is unless you have control mm-hmm. over what's going on and what's being said, um, you're never going to tell the right story. Of
0: course. Because
1: that, I mean, all those shows are run by able-bodied people, by average people who have no clue about our experience, mm-hmm. and I just feel like maybe these women get taken advantage of too.
0: Oh, of course. It's, it's,
1: oh, it's really deep. It's yeah deep. and it's it's tough um, it's tough for medium and comment on because yeah I uh, understand. it's it's it, it makes me upset mm-hmm. now reality TV with little people have been going on for years you know oh, we had okay. the, the little couple which is on TLC you had mm-hmm. little people big world you had the Little Johnsons you've had the Never little Chocolatiers. these are all shows that have been on TLC most of them now um, I think that in the beginning, a lot of these shows were just trying to do, uh, good things for sure, you mm-hmm. know? But now, like, I think reality TV in general has just become kind of chaotic and crazy. Oh, yeah, 100%. And a little much for me. Like, mm-hmm. I miss scripted shows. That's why, like, I, I love watching TV scripted yeah. shows. Because it, diving into those stories are better than watching people, like, drink their way into a fight. Throw things. And, yeah, yeah, just go nuts. You don't need to watch that. Like. So, that's just my opinion. Yeah, no. but
0: <laughs> we got you know, the same opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: and and it's it's just um and and so for me as an artist, you know, and a little person, you know, our community isn't that big. We are we are huge because um, when you think about disability, mm-hmm. you know, we we make up a lot of the population. Yeah, and as far as little people are concerned, a lot of people don't know about the little person experience, mm-hmm. and. You know, I try so hard not to make it sound like a different experience because honestly at the end of the day, it's not. Mm -hmm. All I'm trying to do is live my life happy and fulfilling and do, you know, fight for my dreams and do what I want just like you and everyone who is listening wants to do, you know, have a full and satisfying life. Of course. Um, But like being a little person because you live in, you live in the average height world, you know, there's Mm -hmm. just not a lot. You got to learn how to do things a little differently sometimes. Yeah.
0: But But it's all the
1: same it's and all like, the same it's mm-hmm. all the same so sometimes I feel like those shows give this like weird different life sort of feel and, mm-hmm. and it makes everything feel like oh poor me I have this different situation mm-hmm. and you know so I go back and forth with it. But I personally feel like the Little Couple mm-hmm. show has been my favorite reality show to watch. Really? Yes, okay. definitely. Because um, those both of those people are extremely successful. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as I know, they had a lot of control in the show, which is oh, great. Oh, okay. And, you know, everything that they did was positive. There was never a dramatic thing. It was just them you know, starting a family and we yeah. learned a lot about certain things that have to do with being little, but I didn't feel like everything in the show was about being little.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's what I liked about it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about, it's not, I'm, I'm okay. So I'm four foot one. Yeah. So what? It's like, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: it's just funny. Yeah. Um, so I felt like their show was the best in showing just life and love mm-hmm. and happiness and, um, working hard at dreams and stuff but you know some of the newer reality shows are not my favorite because of
0: course they're trash also
1: it's just like i know a lot of those women and um you know they 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 don't really live in the city they say they live they came they paid them to come somewhere else to live there for three weeks or five weeks to do a show Mm -hmm. it's just not real it's it's not real life and i think they're better off writing a book about their life or you know, doing their own web series. Yeah. What I've definitely learned this year, and I'm sorry, I feel like I'm rambling. No, now. I love it.
0: I want to hear your story. That's but, why you're
1: here. You know, I feel like, especially people that um, have an experience that that one would say isn't like the average person, uh-huh. you know, if you want to tell it, you have to tell it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I learned this year, which is why I've started to write more. Oh, Because okay. I need to write. Mm-hmm. I need to write. You know, we started with Zveg. Right, Mm -hmm. you and I, and that show changed my life Mm -hmm. because that family was a real family of real artists Mm -hmm. that survived a tragic, traumatic experience, Mm -hmm. and um, you know, they lived long lives and did. And so, their story really inspired me to be proud to be an artist and to own it because the Ovitz were proud to be an artist. Mm -hmm. And all they wanted to be recognized was for their art. Mm -hmm. And
0: not for being little. Not for being little. Not, Mm -hmm.
1: oh, this is fascinating. There's seven little people on stage, you know? And so that story, like, it all comes full circle Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, learning about that story and learning about that family, I realized... Yeah, you know, I want to be an artist, and I wanted, I want to, um, I want to be the, the the next female Peter Dinklage, you know? Yes. <laughs> and yeah. and it, it's it's just funny because.
0: Um, or just the next Sophia. Yeah. Just the next you. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, it's and it's for me. It's not about being famous at all. It's just yeah. about um, shedding light on my story and um, being able to. <laughs> live a happy and full life, you know? Of course. I love to perform, and I love to write, and so, yeah, I'm writing more, and I can't wait. I'm writing a play right now. Oh,
0: amazing. Actually, and it is... Can you tell us anything about it? it Yeah,
1: I I mean, it's not secretive. It's my friend and uh, also director that I met at Brooklyn College... Her name's Christy Dodson. She's mm-hmm. amazing, fantastic mm-hmm. person and wonderful friend and um, very, very talented. And so we decided to write a play. She started this idea and then came to me with it. And I've sort of now tagged on on the journey. But it is a play about... Um, a little person couple oh okay so it's gonna be really fun and I'm excited about it I don't know when it's coming up we're still writing it yeah but um I'm excited because it's really my first writing piece out there that's that'll because we plan to put it out there because it's just important you know and the more I think about it the more I'm like write 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 you gotta write you gotta Mm -hmm. write you gotta write it's
0: therapeutic almost yeah that
1: too you know Mm -hmm. So, um, I love uh, sharing stories like mine, and I love listening to stories of anybody. You know, everyone's life is so um, amazing. There's so many beautiful little gifts and uh, wonderful treasures in everyone's story of life. Yeah. So, that's why I love being an artist, I love being a storyteller, I love learning about
0: people, and then being able to tell stories. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so, we ha- I mean, we have made progress, I feel, as far as, like, advocating for people and representation and things like that. Um, do you ever think that we'll get to the point where, like, A little person will walk on stage and have a role in a show and people won't automatically go okay that's a little person like it won't automatically be about them being little it'll be about like them as a human being and like their character that they play yeah do you think we can ever get to that point for everyone with a disability and all types because it's happening throughout TV you see speechless that show my mom's obsessed with it um you know, and it's all yeah. about like him having that. Yeah. So do you ever think we'll get to that point?
1: Um, another great question, oh. Sarah Brown. <laughs> um, you know, yes, I do. Okay. I have, I am a very optimistic person. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I have lots of faith and um, excitement about that movement and change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're right, Speechless. It's a, it's a really good show, mm-hmm. it's definitely funny, but it is based on this character that, and it's only really about his situation, and, mm-hmm. and what happens with his family along of course, the way. yeah. But I think that it is a beautiful step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because, um, first of all, no matter what, like awareness is awareness in my yeah. opinion, and there are parts of that show that... I probably find hysterically funny that maybe you might not catch on right away. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. because of, like, the differently abled experience. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there were some nights where Clint and I were just, like, bawling over something, and then I thought about it. I'm like, I don't think my mother would have got that, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And and so it's it's interesting, and I, I find that fascinating about our community in the arts just in that little light because um, as much as we wanna say it's it's a very similar experience. There are different things. Oh of course you know? of course. And um and so it's I really love this show, and I think that it's definitely a good step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. They couldn't have done the show any other way, you know? I actually met Mika, and he's a wonderful guy. Mm -hmm. Um, He does talk. He can talk, in case people are wondering if that's... You know, but he has cerebral palsy, which um, is a very vast kind of um, condition, I Mm -hmm. guess. And... There's lots of variations of it. Just like there's lots of variations of little people and there's lots of variations of Jewish people. Yeah. And so on and so forth and there's, so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, we're all, a you blend know what I mean? Of, uh, yeah. So, um, so, yeah, but he's a wonderful guy and, uh, and I think that the show is really a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the industry just needs to not be afraid of disability. Mm-hmm. I think that people are afraid of disability. And I like to, I'm quote, co- you know, not coining the term, but um, I'm using the word differently abled more because yeah not that I do not, I love the word disability. I okay. love the word disability. Yeah. I own that word so mm-hmm. much, you know, because at the end of the day, um, that's what our, that's, that's a name that identifies us as a community, and I think that that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. But differently abled is a great term because that's awesome because all it's doing is saying there isn't a disadvantage here Mm -hmm. you know there is no dissing there is no disadvantage there is just a different way Mm -hmm. and there's um there are lots of ways to do things yeah that i can bet you money that if i showed you how i cook in my kitchen Mm -hmm. you would find it to be easier if you cook that way probably you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and and that's because um, people are so used to doing the same thing over and over again, and mm-hmm. and you know just just exposing yourself to something a little beyond um, outside the box, so to speak. Yeah, it's it, it could it could change you know how you think about things. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what the industry needs. That there is this fear. Because there's so much difference there. That there's so much of a disadvantage. And it's all because of the view of, you know, an able-bodied person that thinks that it's just... The way they live their life is easier and easiest. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's it's all the same. Mm -hmm. It's all the same. So... I'm excited to see what the future holds. This is why I wanna write. This is why I talk to you and we yeah. do this podcast and you know, because I really think that the way the power of change is in communication mm-hmm, and it's in awareness. And I'm not asking listen, we've been we've been fighting for rights as differently as people yeah. for years. We're still fighting it. There's been riots in, in um, Denver, Colorado mm-hmm. and all over the place, you yeah. know? So this is always going to be something that we're going to have to fight for because at the end of the day, we live in an ableist society. Yep. But it's it's not about saying, hey, we're different and we should be treated differently. It's saying, hey, just listen.
0: Yeah, listen to your stories. And, and
1: know that we're human beings. hmm this is a human, this is a human, this is a world of humans. Yeah, you know? exactly. So um, it's just so fascinating to me that there's there's so much there. You know, the community is um, has lots of bumps to, to hurdle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that art is a wonderful way to, to speak up about it, and that's why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, But I also just, um, I, I want to just share my story because every time I do, someone seems to walk away being like, huh?
0: Cool. yeah that's you know? awesome
1: and i would rather like if i bump into you at a supermarket uh-huh. people you know people are funny people don't know what to do when they see something different although oh can i help do do you need this mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and it's like i'm good it's cool I'm fine. Yeah. you know and it's all about just being like there's no there doesn't need to be this like fear of um the unknown mm-hmm. you know uh, and and people, I'd rather someone come up to me and ask me a question than stare at me and like try to figure it out in their head. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so no, totally, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, it's life right now. It's
0: yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, and so, what can we do as humans? to help people be more aware? To help in, yeah. in this world? And yeah. what can we what can we as people do to bring more awareness?
1: I will tell you the secret. Okay, tell me the secret, I'm ready. The secret is empathy. Mm-hmm. That is a secret. Yep. Because it's all about putting your feet in someone else's shoes mm-hmm. and really, really seeing that for a moment. Mm-hmm. And I believe in the power of empathy That's why I teach, and um, I I teach kids empathy. That's what I try to teach them.
0: That's amazing.
1: And uh, I will toot my own horn and say I think I'm very good at empathy. Yes. You know, because that's what you have to do to be an actor, Mm -hmm. I think. But in life in general, when it comes to people with different abilities or anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, um, if you can just maybe think truly about that other person's experience for a moment, Mm -hmm you know, maybe you'll see everything change. Mm -hmm.
0: I agree. Everything,
1: you know, and um, I have, and and it's not about me being like this, like, oh, this aura of inspiration, you know, I'm (laughs) not, I'm really, I'm just being real about Mm -hmm. what I think about the world, you know. But I've had people come up to me and say, you know, wow, like, after we hung out, I noticed, like, at the bank, you know, everything's really high.
0: Yep, it is. Cause it's and, like, how like do you, you
1: how do you go to the bank, you know? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, for an, an ATM? Yeah. Even, like... When you just think for a moment. Just mm-hmm. one moment is all you need. Oh, yeah. Uh, to really, really live that and try to think about what someone else's experience might be like, you can learn a whole lot about what's going on. Oh, you yeah. You know? And so, that's a secret to me. Yeah. That's, that's what I hope the world can live by is that if everybody lives by empathy and my other motto of life is do unto others as you would want done to yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, those are the things that, um, that will make this world a better place and will help us learn about each other Mm -hmm. because once we're like that, then we're not afraid to, to, um, ask questions and be involved and know the power of, of knowledge and Mm -hmm. of humanity. Oh yeah, of course. You know, so that's that's definitely what I think, and I I have lots of faith in the industry. It's definitely hard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's hard for anybody.
0: Oh yeah, of course. And I'm
1: not saying it's more hard for me because it's it's not. It is and it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's about it being a challenge because of what I what I bring to the table yeah you know and I always try to take it as that I give my best every time mm-hmm. I'm always like you know sometimes it feels like I have to work two times harder mm-hmm. than the next girl yeah but why not why not work two times harder and try to you know mm-hmm.
0: gotta go after what you want so I mean, that's how yeah. I feel about it for sure Right. Awesome. Well, I'm really glad you came here. Thank I you. Mean, you're awesome. You're an inspiration. Like you're one of the hardest working people I know. Thanks. Like, <laughs> I'm really glad I got to talk to you about this today. And thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Um, you can catch Sophia everywhere <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> on her Elemental podcast coming in the fall. Yes. And uh, are there any other projects that are coming up?
1: Um. But- yeah. I mean, this fall I am doing. Uh, project with adjusted realists at 59 east 59 oh okay called the briefly dead mm-hmm. it's a new show it's like a greek play it's pretty cool awesome i just got notice of that casting so i'm really excited <gasps> Awesome!
0: Yeah. yay congratulations thank you thank you awesome. and then
1: and then in the in the winter time you might see me in an opera or something i don't know <laughs> that's
0: amazing all right well catch sophia everywhere and uh Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.